to the Dusty Smith Show, episode 97. Thank you for joining me tonight. Hope you guys out there are having a good Friday. I can't complain. Folks, don't have a great show for you guys tonight. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's a Dusty Show, so it'll be cool. But uh, not a whole lot of shit happened this weekend. And uh, you know who I blame? You. It's your fault. Why aren't you guys out there making cool shit happen for me to cover? God damn it, there's only so much I can do, but it's fine. I'll work it out. No thanks to you. So, uh, night. Gonna cover a little bit of religious bullshit to start us off with, as usual. Little Trash World, very small My Corona. Small Chud Watch, few Karens. Uh, gonna do a live version of Meet the Victims tonight. Haven't done that for a couple episodes. Got a few good ones tonight, so, uh, I'm guessing I have like 90 minutes of material tonight. We'll see if I even have that much. But it's all good. We get to hang out together and have fun. And uh, that's all that matters. The camaraderie, the family that I have here. So let me see what you guys are saying in the chats. I have plenty of time to read the chats. If you poors, are you poors who can't afford to super chat me? Like the video? Hell yeah, like the video. There's only 200 people tuning in so far. So uh, we can slow play this motherfucker. Oh, Lord, Lord, bro. Hello, I love you, Dusty. Love you, Paul. Tuesday here. It's two. Oh, it's I said Friday. It's Monday. That's right. <laughs> it's Monday. Sorry. That's the problem when you don't have a regular job. You get the days all confused. I know it was either Monday or Friday. It's one of those two days. So fuck my life. I'm not stone. You're stone. I'm not even stone. That's the sad. E. Fucking E's back. What? E. I was afraid E was dead. I emailed you E and you didn't respond. And I was like, shit. I hope E's all right. Fuck yeah, he's back. It's going to be a good show, you know, because he's back. Good to see you tonight. That makes me feel so much better. Like, I seriously thought something was wrong. I was like, who the fuck do I contact? Like, I don't have any of your contact info except your email address. And I know if you die or something, no one's going to check your email. How the fuck would I even know? I was sad. Anyway. So, what else you guys were saying? Um, I liked it. And I know fuckhead. Shh, don't give yourself too much credit just yet. I blame Rittenhouse. Fuck that dude. Am I right? Uh, for Monday. Yeah, close enough. Monday, Friday, whatever. whatever. It's a day of the week. Okay? A day of the week that ends in Y. That's all that matters. Garfield hates Mondays, but he probably liked Dusty. Shh, me and Garfield get along. Like gangbusters. He is back again. He's back. Tell a friend. I know, right? They used to call me JD. I was like, uh, I'm Joe Dirt. Life's a garden. Dig it. All right. So the two percent. As always, folks, if you guys want to support the show, uh, patron, patron.com for podcast. There's a link in this description of the video to my patron. You guys should go support me like a dollar, dollar to a month, like whatever you can afford. It's not expensive. It's not hard. I know it's a pain in the ass to type in your credit card information. Who wants to do that? I don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. But uh, help me out. We do good work here. The Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue dogs and cats and shit. And I do have a story right at the top of the hour about a uh, a dog, an incident that happened today with my neighbor. You guys who are following me on Twitter might have heard the beginning of this story, but it's some wild shit. We're going to cover it just a second. But uh, do it! Like, support me on Patreon. Help me out. I could definitely use it. Got a hole in the roof I got to fix. Whole bunch of shit going on. So, whatever. Whatever, e-bag. And super Chats! As always, please support the show on the Super Chats. I read every question. No question dodged. Everything is fucking answered on the Super Chats. So you can uh, immortalize yourself forever and ever. In the Super Chats. Amen. And Jason Ashby kicking us off tonight. Very generous. Says, COVID-19, don't give a shiz. 
Like, death is your minimal punishment. You better recognize who you're fucking around with and only fought a couple times. Never busted any crimes, but that don't mean I won't put you in the coffin. Is that Tupac? I don't know. I'm bad at rap. But thank you. Thank you, Jason Ashby. Iron Schultz broke. They took my wisdom teeth out, and I can't talk for 48 hours. How will I talk to shit to Chud's faces now? Bing bong. I'll do the shit talking for both of us. Hope you feel better, Iron. And uh, what's up, Lebidos? Hey, Dusty. Good to see you. Good to see you. Lebidos is a dust buddy. You can become a dust buddy for $2.99 a month, and you get customized emojis to spam the chat with. So amazing. And E's back. Yes, right. Love me some E. Good to see you. You should check out Serpent Za on YouTube. He's cool. All right. Thanks for the shout out. I will check him out. Or them. Or they. Whatever their pronouns are. Hey, Dusty. What's up, Ricky Gay? Sorry for missing a lot of shows. No forgiveness. But you gave me $5 off to get you. Things got busy for me. Why work? Contract ended. And I'm unemployed. Well, that's sad. But still support you. Hey. You're incredible. Appreciate you. Good to see you. Not Ricky. Tony. Love the show, the kitties. Hell yeah. We love you, Tony. Sisyphean Task. Yo, Dusky. What's up, Sisyphean Task? Good to see you. Disco. Disequel. I made my first video on cult stuff. I'd love to see you. I'd love you to see it. I suck now, but I look up and respect you forever. Also, say the kitties. It takes some time. It takes practice. My old videos, the first ones I ever made, I deleted. They were so terrible. So hang in there. You'll get better. Not stone, huh? Sounds like you need a prescription. I do need a prescription. Although I don't usually smoke on the days that I do shows because otherwise it would be way worse than it already is. And who the fuck wants that? Save those pussycats, says Anthony Stark. I will. Gonna save all the pussy. Verum Terra. This is for your Keiko. Hell yeah. Gonna shove all your dollar bills in my Keiko. I'm a slut. Hey, Dusty. What's up, pub night? And Cuba lover, Dusty can't give you a lot of money. But here's two. Hey, it all adds up. Thank you, Cooper Lover. Good to see you all tonight. Thank you for your support on the show. Hit the like button before we continue on. So, folks, here's what happened to me today. So, I was putting the show together about 2 o'clock today. Busting my ass, as I do on this show. And uh, suddenly I hear this noise outside, and it sounds like a dog being attacked. It was this little shrieking thing. It sounded like it was in tons of pain. Of course, I can't stand that shit. I'm like, oh, hell no. There's a dog in pain somewhere out there being hurt. I have to go rescue this fucking dog. And I knew it wasn't my dogs because it doesn't sound like my dogs. It sounded like a small dog, smaller dogs than my dogs. And it was coming from a different area than my pen in area. It's coming out like front out here. So I was like, holy shit, I got to go check on this shit. So I jump up out of my bed and I go open the door and I don't see a dog. But the first thing I see is there is a body laying in the road, like right in the fucking center of the road in front of my house. Not moving at all. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a dead body in the fucking road. Well, uh, happy Monday to me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I immediately jump off my porch and just run towards the fucking body because I don't know if somebody's dying or what. And I didn't recognize him at first, but it was my neighbor right across the street. And uh, like, I thought he was dead. Was not moving an iota. Was just laying on the ground, like face down, like face planted right on the ground. And uh like I said, I didn't recognize it at first. I was like, sir, are you okay, sir, sir? And uh, then there was, this, there was this large dog in the yard. Looked like this dog, like Marmaduke. This fucking giant dog. And it was kind of frothing at the mouth a little bit. It was all slobbery and shit. And, uh, and I was like, what the fuck? And I heard, another, I heard a little yapping dog somewhere, but like I didn't know exactly what I should tackle first. So I thought, well, I guess I'll help this dude first. And so I like uh, try to turn him over to see if he's still alive. And then I recognized it was my neighbor. And I was like, oh, shit, Melvin. 
Are you okay, Melvin? And uh, then finally, uh, well, he wasn't even moved at that point. He was, I thought, I didn't know if he was alive or dead. And then um, the woman, I guess his wife, I had not met her yet. I think they're newly married. Uh, she comes to the door and she's like, what's going on? There's a dog in the yard, a big old dog. Get rid of that dog. I don't know if she thought it was my dog or what. And I was like, uh, there's a body in the middle of the street. We might need an ambulance. And then another car was coming down the road, like right down the road. And I was like, uh, yeah, move out the fucking way. There's a body in the street. And they pull over to the side. They're like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. There's a body in the street. We might need an ambulance. So I'm trying to help the guy. And um, finally he starts coming too. And uh, I could see he's alive. And I was like, oh, shit, are you okay, Melvin? And his eyes all fucked up. His eyes bleeding. His nose was bleeding. His lip was busted up. His lip was bleeding. His uh, knee was busted up. Uh, his cell phone was destroyed. It was laying next to him. And his glasses were destroyed laying next to him. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on? I was like, we might need to call an ambulance. And uh, he was like, no, no ambulance, no ambulance. I'll be fine. But he was sitting there. He was obviously very dazed. Um, and... Uh, I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. And so then this one other woman comes up and she's like, oh, well, um, my dog broke free and uh, he was with his dog and was being chased or something. And uh, she, I guess she didn't see him fall or anything, didn't know what happened. And I was like, oh, well, maybe he got attacked by a dog or something. I didn't know what the fuck happened. And so uh, finally he gets up and says, no ambulance, no ambulance, I'm okay, I'm okay. And uh, he holds out his hand for me to pick him up. And I pick him up and he's stumbling around. And meanwhile, his wife is like yelling at the other woman, you should have had your dog on a leash. You better take care of your dog. And uh, the woman wasn't, wasn't, wasn't really saying much. Um, and it was this big Marmaduke dog, apparently. Um, and I didn't know exactly what had happened yet. But I'm gonna, I did find out what's going to happen. So I'm going to fill you guys in. So. Anyway, I get Melvin up and I help him into the house and I'm like, man, you need to like sit down, clean your face up and rest and like you, you might need to go to the hospital and make sure that you're okay. And he was like, no, I just was running and I, I ran out of breath. But this dude did just run out of breath. He fucking smoothed that ass passed out. He was out like on the verge of death passed out. He was gone. So um, then they go back inside and uh, this woman comes down and she's like, that's not my dog, but I'm house sitting and that's their dog. And, uh, I need to get this dog back. So I started helping her trying to get the dog back, but the dog won't fucking come. And I'm not scared of this big ass dog. She's like, the dog will bite you. And I'm like, I'm not worried about this fucking dog. I have a fucking Rottweiler. This dog ain't shit to me. It's a big dog, but I ain't scared of fucking dogs. So I'm sitting here nicely trying to get this dog back. I'm like, here, Marmaduke, here, Marmaduke. And uh, the dog's name was not Marmaduke. It was like uh, Adonis. I was like, what's your dog's name? And she said, it's Adonis. And I was like, okay, here, Adonis. So the dog wouldn't come to me. So I end up for like an hour trying to slow walk this dog. I was basically slow walk chasing this dog, but I'm trying to corral him back towards the woman's house. And uh, so eventually while I'm trying to get this dog back, she pulls up in her car and she comes, she jumps out and uh, we have a conversation and she tells me what happened. Um, and so she says, well, uh, Mr. Melvin, I didn't know who it was, but somebody, he came up into my driveway. He was up in my yard and he had his phone out and he was taking a picture of my tag. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, he's taking a picture of my tag. And I was like, well, why was he taking a picture of your tag? And she said, well, I didn't know at first. I didn't recognize who it was. So uh, I didn't understand what was going on. But my tag says uh, repentant. And I guess Mr. Melvin is a Christian. So he was taking a picture of her tag, but he shouldn't have been up in her yard. He shouldn't have been taking a picture of her tag or anything. So I guess she didn't know who the fuck it was. So she came to the door with a big old dog on a leash, 
because I guess she was scared or something and, and confronted him. Like, what are you doing? Taking a picture of my tag. And while he was trying to explain himself, the dog jerked off the leash, broke his collar, and starts chasing Mr. Melvin, who has this really tiny dog with him. His uh, new wife, I guess, just got this small dog. And so I guess he was afraid the dog was going to attack him or the little dog. So he picks up the dog and starts running down the road back to his house. And I don't know if he was so scared. I don't know if the adrenaline just got to him. I don't know what happened, but he passed out. And he face planted right in the middle of the street. And the little dog, I guess, got free and ran into the car. Didn't seem like it was hurt or anything. And uh, so anyway, apparently that was the story. Uh and she was like, oh, you know, I, I wouldn't have even said anything if I would have recognized him. But and I guess the dog knocked her down, too, when I jerked free. So she was all hurt and shit. So the whole thing, kind of a scary situation. Hopefully he's OK. So that was my excitement for today. The show got postponed a little bit because of that, but it uh, wasn't too bad. Only caught, took me about an hour. I never did get the dog back, but I think she eventually found the dog because I heard her talking out there. She went over and checked on Melvin. and I heard them out there talking. So I imagine she got the dog back. But anyway. Yep, that's my uh, adventures for today. At least it wasn't me, I guess. Hopefully he'll be all right. And wow, yep. Clifford is bigger. Yeah, Clifford the Red Dog is much bigger. But that was a big dog, for sure. That's terrible. Does your dog bite? I ain't scared of no dog. I got a big old fucking Rottweiler. And I ain't scared of the Rottweiler. I ain't going to be scared of your dog. What the fuck dog going to do? Bite me? Oh, well. I'll bite you back, motherfucker. I've had dogs all my life. I ain't fucking scared of them. The dogs, okay. Yeah, the dog, the dog was one of my first uh, priorities. As soon as I made sure Marvin was okay, Melvin was okay. Marvin, I don't know what to call it. Melvin was okay. I uh, went and looked for the dog under there and tried to get the dog out from underneath the car. It wouldn't come, but at least it wasn't injured or anything. I could tell. So uh, that was my primary concern. He should at least see a doctor. Yeah, I told him see a doctor, but didn't want to go. I guess it's too expensive. Granny does your dog. Granny does your dog. Bite. No child, no. Yeah, I know that. That's a. Uh, Devin went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soda steal. He was in a box. He was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. Rock Rollers had that hubba hubba bark. I know, right? Like, I might be scared of Molly. If Molly was, like, mad at me, I'd be scared of that dog. She a big old Rottweiler, but I ain't scared of him. Some dogs got the lips and such. Oh, fuck that. Don't fuck up my face. That's my moneymaker. Why we need Medicare for all? I know, right? ASAP. Hell yeah. All right. That's my adventure. Let me check the Super Chats one more. Hit the like button, everybody. Hit the like button. 474 viewers. 209 likes. Over half of you are ass in a bad way. Hey, Dusty. What's up, Pub Night? Uh, Dusty. I already read that. All right. No super chat yet. Let's go ahead and start off the show. Gonna do a little religious bullshit. Hell yeah, because religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious bully bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It is time for religious bullshit. Religious bullshit brought to you by Dusty Smith. And first off on religious bullshit, fascists got a fascist. Those Christo fascists back at again. And here's the scary part of what I'm about to show you. This guy was like a top general in the military and thinks there should be only one religion in this world. This is who is running things right now. This is who is giving orders to our troops. People that believe there should be only one religion in the world. And hey, there's only one way you're going to have a one world religion. And that's if you murder all the other people who have other religions. That's it. This is a uh, former Trump top advisor, Michael Flynn. Let's have a listen. 
and, he's and they're talking about the United States of America. Talking about the United States of America, because when Matthew mentioned it in the Bible, he wasn't talking about the physical ground that he was on. He was talking about something in the distance. So if we are going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one, one, one nation under God and one religion under God, right? All of us right. together, working together. I don't Sure. I mean, of course, that's directly against the Constitution and everything America stands for. But why not, folks? One religion. This is the version of the New World Order. They claim to hate that shit. But if they could get it under their uh, Christian nationalism, Christian uh, worldism, they definitely would fucking have it. Scary as shit. But don't worry, folks. Everybody's favorite Alzheimer's grandma. Kat Kerr's back, and uh, you might—you guys might know she is one of the most feared generals on the face of the planet because she has a hundred billion angels, a hundred million, whatever. I think she said a hundred billion before, but it's a hundred million this time. It changes. A hundred million angels. I mean, you think one angel will be enough? You think one angel will be bad enough to kill like every human on Earth because they're angels, right? But no, apparently they're sort of weak asses and you need like 100 million of them to do just regular shit. And luckily God in his infinite wisdom has put this woman in charge of all of them. So hooray. And uh, yeah, they're going to go unleash terror on the White House because angels are terrorists. Of course they are. It just makes sense. Let's listen to her and Blobfish have a conversation. I take power over all the power of the enemy that is involved in activities in the White House or D.C. and I, in ways that they're, they're, they're cheating, stealing, and lying. They're defiling the people by allowing evil to come in. I command my host of heaven, 100 million, to go there now and 24 hours a day for the next 10 days or 30 days, you will release the terror of God upon those places, upon the people doing those things, that they will come to repentance or great fear will fall upon them and they will just sometimes stop what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they will feel like they have to report it. Go host, make toast. And Good. in that second, they will immediately go and begin to leave waves. There is waves of the terror of God. I mean, God had, there's a terror. There's a terror of God coming, not for us. It's not for the body. It's for the wicked. And he is going to do it. Mm-hmm. But we can send the army of heaven who actually can bring that and release that. They will do it. Good, good, good. Good, 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 says Blobfish. Awesome. Terrorist guy going to terrorize his enemies just like he would. And, uh, of course, there are going to be a, a hundred million angels in the White House because uh, crowded, I guess. Going to be fucking crowded there at the White House. Going to be an angel like every cubic inch shoved all together like sardines. I kind of feel sorry for those angels. Might want to space them out a little bit there, Cat Kerr. Terrible general you are. And uh, I love, I love, I love, I love the title of this next story. Had to cover it. Here we go. Bishop who left church for satanic erotica writer now works for Pig Semen Group. Oh, my God. That's just a beautiful headline right there. So uh, this dude who's like the youngest uh, bishop in the history of the Catholic Church. He was 41 when they bishopized him or what the fuck they call that stupid bullshit. So anyway. Apparently, he fell in love with an erotic story writer and uh, said, hey, fuck this celibacy shit. I want to go get laid. So good on him. 
the first wise thing he does. And uh, so now he likes shacking up with her. And uh, as his job, he masturbates pigs. Yeah, cool. Amazing. Uh, and I just want to say uh, respect. That's a much more noble profession than being a priest. It's like a victimless crime. I don't think the pigs have any problem with that. So you go, dude. You fuck your erotica writer. You masturbate those pigs. Life upgrade. Good on you, sir. And this guy got sentenced to 105 years in jail. Former priest. Former preacher, rather. Guess what he did? Guess. I bet you can't guess. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, you know. He molested children. Of course he did. Former Christian pastor. Sentenced to 105 years in prison for child molestation. And uh, this just in. Q is crickets, as always. What's that? They have nothing to say about it at all? Yeah. Shocker. A court document filed at the time of his 2019 arrest said Couch had sexually abused a girl almost daily over a period of several years, beginning when she was six years old. Those allegations resulted in seven molestation charges. Last year, the Yorktown man was charged with three more molesting counts. Allegedly, he fondled three girls when they visited his home in between 2012 and 2016. So uh, he was sitting in the courtroom praying. Trying to play like he's all pious and godly. And, of course, the judge was like, uh, yeah, I bet you're not praying for your victims, are you? You're praying for yourself. This is what they always do to try to get out of shit. Oh, my God, I'm a God-fearing man. I'm godly. And usually it works. But not this time, fucko. You got a lifetime in jail. So good luck with that shit. Hey, Christians, you might want to stop trusting preachers and uh, reverence with your children and shit. Just saying. It's the quickest way to get them molested, if you care about that at all, which you clearly don't. And uh, guys, remember when Kenneth Copeland uh, cured COVID by breathing the wind of God on it? Remember that disgusting bullshit? Well, uh, now he's back, folks, and he's like, hey, I don't even need no COVID vaccine. I don't need no flu vaccine because I got the Jesus. Our first experience with a flu shot John was a little guy. <laughs> so evil. God. I said, come on in, kids. We're going to take our flu shot. And his eyes got big. Deuteronomy 28, 22. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, with a fever and inflammation, extreme burning. Gonorrhea? And we just went back and forth like that. Back and forth and back and forth. Back and forth. We had our flu shot. Amen. It still works today. Definitely. Now, I'm not going to tell you one way or another what to do about that shot. But I'm going to influence you with bullshit. But, but. this is just me. Uh -huh. I'm not making suggestions to you. That's between you and God. But. He's making suggestions. Uh, I will not allow an experimental drug to be put into my body. Amen. But I'll sure take the horse paste. I'll sure take every medication they have. Once I get it, I'm not going there. No, I'm not doing that. Hey. Why should you need to? Didn't you eradicate COVID already? Why are you even talking about this? Unless uh, you didn't eradicate COVID and you're just full of shit. Hmm. Particularly when I don't need it. First week of next month, I'll be 85. Glory. And Glory. It's. 
and I've had a sick free life. Yeah, that's because you were worth like $500 million. You have the best health care money can buy. So, uh, folks, don't listen to this guy. Gonna get you killed. You don't have the resources that he has. He don't give a fuck about you. And I guess all those Christians that died of COVID that Jesus didn't help, I guess they just have enough, they didn't have enough faith. It's your own fault. Should have trusted in Jesus even more than you did, apparently. Blame the fucking victims. So goddamn dangerous. But that's religion. That's what it do. And uh, all right. That's my religious bullshit for a night. Sukariva syndrome. Strikes, riots, eviction crisis, capitalist religious riot. Empire in decline, left-wing government that fails. Spain sucked right before the Civil War. Uh, sounds awful. Proto, Jimmy Dore, who calls her folks to take the streets, just streamed defending Kyle Rittenhouse, who brutalized murdered two protesters. Y'all saw that. Who's shocked that Jimmy Dore is doing shows defending Kyle Rittenhouse? I mean, he, that's all he's doing. He's pandering to his right-wing audience. He's trying to play the algorithm to make money. He's a shameless, grifting con man who doesn't actually give a fuck about anything he says. So keep following him, dipshits. And I saw he had a stream on earlier that had 12,000 people watching. So he's getting rewarded for it incredibly because this is a trash world. And that's the trash kind of people this world continuously rewards. Um, people are mad at me for doing my Jimmy Dore impression. Like, Dusty, it's too loud. Don't do it. Just don't watch the show. Dusty's going to do whatever the fuck Dusty wants to do. If I want to do a loud Jimmy Dore impression, I'm going to do it. Maybe this show is not for you. People are like, are bitching too much. Like, Dusty, I love you. I love the show, but stop right there. Just fuck off. I'm tired of hearing the bitching. Okay? It's, get, it's getting really fucking old. Katie, damn it. Dear Lord, Dusty, please immortalize me so I may dwell on the internet forever and ever. Amen. You are immortalized, Katie, damn it. In the name of Dusty. And all right, that's all my super chats. Let's continue on. Hit the like button, everybody. Only half of you done. E! Short religious bullshit section, I know, right? You should get out there and stir up some shit, E, so I have more stuff to cover. Not my fault. It's not even that I was being lazy or anything. I worked hard on this show, but I'm not going to cover stuff if it's not interesting. So the material is what it is. It's all you can do. All right, let's see what you pores are saying in the chat. Um, Dusty goes up to 11. Hell yeah, if I need to. Crank it up. Um, doorknob on Rotten House. Nobody shocked. Ventriloquist dummy with Jesus' hand up his ass. Creepy as fuck. That's what Kenneth Copeland is. Pure evil. Gargoyle head. Agreed. Um, Rittenhouse be innocent and Dusty is still great. I mean, Rittenhouse will probably get off. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's innocent. Now, I don't think he committed like first degree murder or anything, but he definitely had fantasies of going and murdering black folks. Now, I know he didn't murder black folks. He ended up murdering two white people, but it doesn't change the fact that he set out to shoot black folks. That's exactly why he went there for, to instigate a situation that would give him an excuse to shoot black folks. That's what happened. He was on video before that uh, talking about these black shoplifters and, and, and fantasizing about murdering black shoplifters. You don't go out to a place that you don't own, a, a, a and, and, and take an AR-15 to defend a store from a multi-trillion dollar company or whatever the fuck it is out of the goodness of your heart. 
he went there to try to instigate violence so he could have an excuse to shoot people. And that's exactly what happened. Now, was he attacked by a mentally ill person? Yes. Yes. While he was there, he instigated a situation where a mentally ill person attacked him and he murdered that mentally ill person. And then two other people who didn't know what the fuck was was going on, thought there was an active shooter and trying to be heroes and stop an active shooter. One of them died and the other one also got shot. So no, he is not innocent. Now, is he uh, guilty of first-degree murder? Or mur- not, probably not. Probably a lesser charge or something, but he's definitely not fucking innocent. Um, anyway, he went there looking for a fight. He's a pussy. Yeah, went there with his big guns, and he went there to pretend like he was going to do uh, medical attention on people as a cover. Now, he might have given some kind of medical aid to a few people, but it, that was clearly cover. He was already caught in video admitting what he was really thinking, and he wanted to have an excuse to murder black shoplifters it's exactly he was a racist fucking piece of shit like just a a, a pathetic incel wuss caught on camera sucker punching women caught on camera with white supremacists giving the white supremacy sign with a shirt that says free as fuck just a piece of human goddamn garbage a psychopath who wanted to murder people and now he is a darling of the right a hero to them because this is the kind of shit they reward. This is the kind of shit that people like Jimmy Dore reward. Because he gets rewarded. He doesn't actually give a shit about Kyle Rittenhouse or anything he says. He sees his numbers go up from talking about this. He sees his bank account goes up. And he doesn't care who he hurts. All he cares about is that money and that attention and that fame. Because that's the what he fucking is. Disgusting piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Yep, no good way to tell a bad guy with a gun from a good guy with a gun. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a gun, but they were good guys with a skateboard, I guess. And yeah, it's really stupid, in my opinion, to run up and attack a guy with an AR-15 with a skateboard or with nothing at all. But I mean, I think they were not thinking clearly, just trying to be heroes and stop what they believe to be an active shooter. And they end up, one of them end up dying from it. So bad choice for sure. Another pudgy, mediocre tool, definitely. Another example of uh, the master race. This cannot stand because the president would protect all future active shooters, allowing them to continue killing in the fear of their own lives. Yep, but it will probably stand. Seems like the judge is already in his fucking pocket. Um, the fact that him saying he wishes he had air 15 wasn't used against him speaks high volume. Yep. I guarantee if he was black, it would have been used against him. If he was black, this whole thing would have been completely fucking different. Now, nah, Dusty should apologize for ear raping people with his cancel culture and calling us poors. Nah, fuck off, you poors. Because it's cancel culture. Don't let me cancel you. Young gravy seal. Yep, well on his way. Wanted a legal kill. Well, he got it. Got what he wants. And he's uh, probably going to become a millionaire from it because this is a fucking trash world. Just a goddamn trash world we live in. It's so fucking depressing. So I try to cover things with humor as best as possible because sometimes you have to laugh to keep from fucking crying. So, all right. Hit the like button, everybody. Let's continue on with the show. I'll read the rest of the Super Chats when I get back. Time to do a little Trash World because Trash World, Trash World, Justify Hellas Trash World, Trash World. First off, on the Trash World, another depressing ass story. Another example of what this goddamn trash world is rewarding. I would say it's hard to believe that this is the world's richest man, but it's not at all. So Bernie Sanders, one of the greatest humans to ever lived, who's given his entire fucking life to try to help 
poor people to try to help the most unfortunate among us fucking warrior still at it after all these years still doing what he's always done trying to defend the poor trying to get the rich to pay their fucking fair share as so many suffer because of their greed and like he does every day he tweets we must demand that the extremely wealthy pay their fair share period which is incredibly logical thing to say incredibly reasonable in every way not controversial something every fucking human being in this country should support but of course the trash goddamn mental 12 year old elon musk who is literally a a a mental toddler he's declared some kind of fucking genius i have no idea why never seen this motherfucker never seen him speak one goddamn word of genius i've seen him steal other people's ideas and take credit for them and he does he has a team that hires the best people and he takes credit for all their fucking work and puts his name on it like Donald Trump does. But him ever saying anything intelligent, I've never fucking heard it. Responds to Bernie Sanders by saying, I keep forgetting that you're still alive. Just garbage. That's such a, that's an, that's, this is how the anti-SJW crowd responded to me when I came out and said, hey, all this anti-SJW stuff is just going to help conservatives take power and maintain power. All you're doing by picking out the minutia that the left is doing and trying to blow it out of proportion and make a much bigger deal out of it than it is, you're helping the right-wingers. And instead of tackling my criticism in a fair manner, almost every one of the anti-SWs, like uh, Chris Reagan, Shoe on Head, all of them came out and said, you're old, you're old, Dusty, you're old. That was the response. This is the kind of response that he's doing. You're old. Yeah, I'm not paying my fair share. Yes, I'm the richest man in the fucking world, but you're old, Bernie Sanders. And the sad part is, is the ratio. He got twice the number of likes for telling Bernie Sanders he's old than Bernie Sanders did by saying something completely rational. Completely correct. Because this is what the right rewards. They love pieces of shit who give them permission to act like pieces of shit. Hey, if the president... Hey, if the richest men of the world, if they are giant fucking tubs of shit, then it's perfectly okay for me to be a tub of shit. I love it. I love it. Look at all the people. You're triggered, Elon Musk. Hero. Elon, don't miss. It's just, they're just the worst fucking people. It's just goddamn sad. And uh, Then he put out this tweet that said, let's see. He's responding to this fellow who said, Bernie is the kind of guy that shows up to a potluck with no dish, but Tupperware containers to take food home. He's got 20,000 likes. Is that what Bernie Sanders is? Does Bernie Sanders really seem like that type of guy? Or is he the type of guy that shows up to a place that has way too much food that they're going to throw away and uh, take some Tupperware to take it to a homeless shelter to feed the poor? That's what kind of guy he is. This is just a straw man. But of course, this is the kind of thing that piece of shit Elon Musk responds to. In saying, Bernie is a taker, not a maker. Says the guy who took over $4 billion of taxpayer money. That's what Elon Musk did. Four, almost $5 billion is what Elon Musk has taken from you and me. Because there's a scam going on in the government. Where the government has invested $5 billion into Elon Musk's company. 
Yet, unlike every other investor who invests in Elon Musk's company, we don't actually own any shares. He just gets that money scot-free. We subsidize the company. We pay for it. Imagine getting $5 billion in your company. How easy it would be to make a company successful if you got $5 billion free dollars to make your company successful. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. We should own at least a giant fucking part of Tesla. Like every other investor who invested in Tesla, every single one of them, except for us, except for us, the fucking suckers, gets fucking shares of his company. But no, he takes our $5 billion and he's the richest fucking man in the world and he shits on the greatest politician this country's ever seen. One of the most kindest, gentlest, caring people in the world because he's asked to pay his fair share and has the gall to call Bernie Sanders a taker when this motherfucker is taking $5 billion of our money. At 100,000 likes for this fucking con man because it's a goddamn trash world. Every fucking one of you people supporting this motherfucker, you're part of the goddamn problem. You're evil. You're fucking evil sacks of shit. And hey, here's the good news. You're winning. You guys want to destroy the country? You're doing it. Bad news is you're going to have to live in the country you're destroying. It's all collapsing a fucking around us and you guys are giddily cheering for it and making it happen. And you get what you fucking deserve. All of you motherfuckers. Unfortunately, those of us who are on your side are also going to suffer from it. And the children in the future who have no say so now, yeah, you're ruining the world for them too. But you don't give a fuck, do you? Because Elon, he's the new fucking Tony Stark. Just so goddamn cringe. And uh, let's take a look at the super, super geniuses out there who think Elon Musk is a genius. Featuring uh, luminary thinkers like Joe Rogan. He's a legitimate super genius. I mean, legitimate. This is a uh, leader who is irreverent. Uh, he's a genius. He certainly thinks differently than most people. He's thinking so much bigger. David... He's a big thinker. And I was worried about him because he's one of our great geniuses and we have to protect our genius. Yeah, got to protect the richest people in the world. So, yeah, income inequality never been higher, getting worse every day. And our trash fucking society keeps rewarding these fucking con men. Sickening. But that's America for you. And, uh, yeah, he's always been a chode, folks. Always been a fucking dick. Wrinkled up dickhead. Goddamn fucking Elon Musk. Fuck everything about this motherfucker. And uh, speaking of cringy assholes. Oh, my God. Marilyn Manson. So there's been a new expose at Rolling Stone magazine. And this dude is such a fucking cringe lord. It's just embarrassing. So clearly Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Manson was just like this dweeby dude. And then uh, his whole thing was, how could I be controversial? I'm just going to do everything I can to be controversial. Edgy for edgy's sake. Look at all the people I'm triggered. And it worked because our trash society just rewards just people who have nothing else to offer then. <gasps> have I offended you? And so uh, he got fame and he got women and it all went to his head. This dork didn't know what to fucking do with it. And so this expose just points out what a fucking loser this guy is. What a fucking cringy asshole. I'm going to read you some of this. It's so embarrassing. 
It started as a vocal booth. A decade before Marilyn Manson rented the apartment above a West Hollywood liquor store circa 2010, a former tenant, a label and recording studio specializing in electronic music, had built the cramped glass enclosure in the corner of a room with the goal of making up-tempo, life-affirming house music. The only adornment was some foam for soundproofing on the walls. Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner, soon converted the the booth into what several people who dated and worked with him now describe as a solitary confinement cell used to psychologically torture women. They say Warner frequently banished his girlfriends there, keeping them inside for hours on to punish them for the tiniest perceived transgressions. He called it the bad girl's room. Imagine being this fucking insecure. Holy shit. Ashley Walter, Walters, a former assistant suing Warner for sexual assault and other charges, says he enjoyed telling people about the chamber. He always had a joking, bragging tone, she remembers. Another former assistant, Ryan Brown, who worked with Warner for eight years, denies ever seeing any women confined in the so-called bad girls room, but says it was common knowledge. That's what everybody had called it. In interviews, it was an open secret. If anyone's bad, I can lock them in it. And it's soundproof, Warner boasted to a magazine in 2012. Ashley Morgan Smithline, who is suing him for sexual assault and unlawful imprisonment, among other charges, tells Rolling Stone that Warner repeatedly forced her to stay in the space, which was about the size of a department store dressing room for hours at a time when they were dating. Um, So that's not even the cringiest part of this whole fucking thing. So this dude gets... Amazing wealth, amazing fame, has everything at his fingertips. And and this is who he is as a person. This is how he decides to uh, adorn his apartment. The rest of Warner's apartment was described, was decorated with blood, swastikas, and clipped photos from porno magazines. It's so edgy. Oh my God, are you triggered by my swastikas? Just God damn it, so cringe. Literally just edgy for edginess sake. Has nothing else to offer. So just trying to be offensive in any way you can to get attention. It's no wonder people like TJ love him so much. These ed- these recovering edgelords. They, 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 they love that. Oh my God, look how many people he's offending. It's just so goofy and ridiculous. There were vaginas everywhere, says one person who visited the place. Others recall a spray-painted message above his bed reading AIDS. <laughs> I put AIDS above my bed. I'm so edgy. Who's offended? (gasps) Just goofy as fuck. The carpets, furniture, and decorations were black, as were the curtains he used to blot the light out of every window were nearly 24 hours a day. The temperature was kept frigid. If anyone adjusted the thermostat above 65, Warner allegedly threw temper tantrums and destroyed furniture. One ex-girlfriend has referred to the apartment as a black refrigerator. Another called it a meat locker. It was here, multiple exes alleged, that Warner inflicted repeated acts of mental, physical, and sexual abuse that have left them with crippling bouts of anxiety, depression, panic attacks, and PTSD. So, good God. No wonder Kanye keeps featuring this dude. Pieces of shit flock to fucking gather. You can't cancel him. Are you fucking offended that I had Marilyn Manson? I mean, I'm cringing because you're all fucking stupid as fuck. And it's sad that this world keeps rewarding you dumbasses. But uh, wouldn't say I'm triggered by it. You're just embarrassing as shit. Manson was never a big money act. His net worth was $8 million. <laughs> That's big money to me. Fucking $8 million. And uh, 
Speaking of people just trying to be edgy forever, edgy sake in this goddamn trash world, Texas teens dress as KKK members for Halloween. Ooh, so edgy. And attack two black children. Oh, amazing. Great. Three high school students in Texas reportedly dressed as Ku Klux Klan members for Halloween and attacked a black teen with a taser. You wonder what happened to them? Nothing. They were still allowed to compete in their local football game. Nothing at all happened to them. Because, of course, it didn't. Why the fuck would it? In this goddamn white supremacist trash fucking country. They might do something eventually, they say. They're looking into it, but, uh... Hate crime! That's what that is, right? Charge them as adults. Build a dungeon. Put them under the jail. And, uh... Alright, that is my short trash world. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's check the super chats. Made it! Glad you made it, K-Drew. Good to see you tonight. Proto says, exactly, he did defend himself. He looked for violence. I mean, he defended himself, but he also looked for, he did both. He was trying to set up a situation allowed him to murder people because he's a fucking little psycho. Big Al, there's no way to actually earn a billion dollars. Agreed. There are no moral billionaires out there. Did you really work 10,000 times harder than your employees? He did. By getting $5 billion from you and me. He sure worked hard to cut us out of our fucking money. Cool inventions don't make you king. True story. Can we get a dog party once in a while? Love you, Dusty. I guess I could bring all the dogs in here. Not sure how that would go. Thank you for the $20. The MF, EMFB, EMFB. I can talk. My birthday coming up this Sunday. Happy birthday to Maple Can- Canadian Gaming. Good to see you. Verum Terra, I walk around the house singing the Q song and screaming, It's the establishment! Never stop being you. It's more fun that way. I won't. I wouldn't know who else to be if I wasn't me. Selenia, okay. Pangs to hear Heroes in the Door voice. You know, the song by Billy Idol. Okay, Heroes is coming up. I would try to do it in the Jimmy Door voice. I had some cannabis gummies. Want to play Battlefield? Uh, I already got my refund for Battlefield because it didn't work. I'll probably be playing New World later. You guys want to check that out? Anything else pop up? All right, Lisa became a dust buddy. Welcome to the Cool Kiss Club. Be sure to spam the chat with those emojis. All right, thank you for that. Hit the like button, everybody. Hit the like button. Let's continue on. Gonna do a little my Corona. Cause my Corona. Hell yeah! First off. Oh my Corona. This is some crazy ass shit. So apparently a lot of people are taking the vaccine because their employees are mandating it instead of like quitting like they all claim they're going to do. Most of them don't quit. They just take the vaccine to keep their job because good. But there's this doctor, quote unquote. I guess she's a real doctor. Apparently her name is Dr. Carrie Madej. And she's been making TikTok videos outlining how you can undo the COVID vaccine. By taking baths, because, you know, that's reality. In a TikTok video that has garnered hundreds of thousands of views, Dr. Carrie Madesh outlined the ingredients for a bath. She said, will detox the vax for people who have given into COVID-19 vaccine mandates. The ingredients in the bath are mostly not harmful, although the supposed benefit attached to them are entirely fictional. Baking soda and Epsom salts, she falsely claimed, will provide a radiation detox. Because, you know, the vaccine is so fucking radiation, radiated. To remove radiation, Madej falsely believes it's activated by the vaccine. 
Bentonite Clay will add a major pool of poisons. False. She says, based on a mistaken idea in anti-vaccine communities that toxins can be removed from the body with certain therapies. Then she recommends adding one cup of borax, a cleaning agent that's been banned as a food additive by the Food and Drug Administration to take nanotechnologies out of you. Heavy sigh. In reality, in addition to being potentially harmful as a skin and eye irritant, a borax detox bath will not remove the effects of the COVID vaccine from your body. Fucking obviously. Imagine being these folks. Being like, oh my God, I might be safe from dying from COVID. Better do whatever I can to nullify it. Lord knows I would hate for my life to be saved. And then this same crazy ass doctor starts going out there and telling people, that there is a organism that she has witnessed on glass slides inside the vaccines that seems to be conscious and alive. At one point, she said it was looking at her and pointing at her. I am not shitting you. Here she is explaining this in Newsmax. And then there was one uh, particular, I'd say, object or organism, I'm not sure what to call it, that had um, tentacles coming from it. And it was able to lift itself up off of the cover. I'm sorry, off of the the glass slide. It, it was, was alive. The like the, the thing was alive. It it appeared to yeah. It appeared to have be self aware or be <laughs> able to. Grow. It was self aware, folks. It knew of its own existence. It's some kind of alien organism they put in the vaccine. And hey, folks, just when you thought this couldn't get any scarier. It's immortal. It's true. It's immortal. Move in space. There were several people that contacted Stu and and myself saying this looks like this creature or this creature. And one of them was called Hydra vulgaris. Have you heard of that? Anybody? Nope. I didn't either. So it's one of the six model organisms. And it's the six model organisms because it's one of the keys that these people in human genomics and transhumanism really love. And the thing with this one is that it's immortal. It doesn't die. It, do- it continually recreates its stem cells. Get this. It also can regenerate innumerable times. It can regenerate so well that if they put it in a blender, blend it up, then take all the pieces and put it back in a Petri dish, it reassembles itself but miniaturized. Oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. Oh my God is right. It's right. So I was reading this and she was reading it. Who is really looking into it is, um, is UC Davis in mm-hmm. California. And so I brought up their webpage. They work with the NIH of the Hydra 2.0, taking on that human 2.0, you know, title. And in it saying how they thought it was wonderful to use this in the involvement of humanity. Oh my, oh my gosh. I mean, that would be cool. They could figure out how to splice those genes into us and make us immortal. That seems good. I'm for that. Hey, if they can help me to live a longer life with, you know, uh, a good quality of life, I support that. But anyway, obviously total bullshit. This is the kind of ridiculous stuff that the anti-vax movement is spreading and is killing them. We're going to do a new issue of Meet the Victims tonight, and you guys can see more of this for yourself. And uh, here's some shit I forgot to cover when we were talking about dumbass, lion-ass Aaron Rodgers. When he was out there doing his uh, victim tour, 
where he was down in cancel culture for calling him out for lying. Apparently, he was wearing a shirt that had a Doc Holliday on it. You know, a guy that died of a contagious respiratory illness. Super ironic. Say when? Now. Now, Aaron Rodgers. Get him, COVID. And uh, also, while we're on the subject, he put out this statement. And imagine thinking this makes you look good. The right is going to champion me. Well, first of all, shouldn't that give you pause for what you're doing? If you understand how evil the right is. He goes to say, and the left is going to cancel me. I don't give a shit about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going on Fox News, just like I'm not going on CNN. Yeah, imagine trying to both sides this. Imagine trying to centerism this. I hate to do Godwin's Law, but imagine somebody in uh, Germany in the 1940s being like, hey, I don't like fascism and I don't like anti-fascism. Both of them suck equally. I'm a good guy here. Uh, No, no, you giant sack of shit. Hey, one side is trying to give us uh, a public option, move towards Medicare for all, infrastructure bills, uh, eradicate child poverty. And the other side is trying to overthrow the will of the people and install a dictator and a fascist government. You saying, oh, I'm right in the middle. I hate both sides. Makes you look even more like a dick. At least if you took a side, I could respect you a little bit more. What a fucking dick. Hate that guy. But of course, like all these rich assholes, he'll just be rewarded for it more and more. Because trash world. And all right, that's my very short, my Corona. I told you folks, short show tonight. Let's go ahead and jump right into the Chud Watch. Let's sing the old theme song. Guys, remember the old theme song? Sure you do. Go something like this. Chud Watch. Talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Old school. And first off on the Chud Watch... They're such hypocrites. All they do is project. Here's a right-wing douchebag, Sophie Corcoran, saying there was literally 16-year-old boys lying about their age so they could go fight to death for their country. Yeah, you mean the anti-fascist who lied to go fight the fascists? Huh. But today, you think anti-fascists are the bad guys, so... uh, Not sure you want to bring up this version of history. She goes on to say, Nowadays, my generation are deeply unpatriotic and need safe spaces for everything. Uh, You're the same people who literally won't wear a mask for five minutes to save your fellow men. You want to shit on other people for not doing the minimum it takes to keep your fellow citizens safe? You want to talk about patriotism? That's what real patriotism is. How ironic. And then she goes on to say, to put it frankly, if this country has to go to war like this again, we are done for. And uh, so she bitching about safe spaces and it's turned off replies. Because of course you did. Seems like you need a little safe space there, don't you, Sophie? Huh? Huh? No self-reflection whatsoever. You can't even parody these people. They're a walking, uh, living embodiment of self-parodies. And, uh, Then Alex Jones, Alex Jones was at the um, Waken America event in Texas. 
And, uh, of course, he announced he's with General Flynn. We need a one world religion. Fuck all those other religions. And then at the end, they start chanting, God will win, which is so amazingly uh, cringy. I'll play it for you, then I'll explain why. I came down here today to interview General Flynn and Patrick Byrne and other great people. And, and the buffet. They said, hey, just came get on the stage. Buffet. And I was blessed to be here. It's been amazing. But let me tell you, in three or four days, because we shot like an hour and a half interview with four cameras, so we'll take the time to put it all together and sync it up. We're going to put it out basically unedited, but we got to put all the different videos together, different shots. Four or five days, Infowars.com, Band.video, FreeWorldNews.tv. You'll find the forbidden information they don't want you to see there that you can then share with others and then tell them to share with others and cause that chain reaction. But I can tell you, hands down, I've been on there 28 years, that what happened in that event, what happened in that little coffee break room where we shot this interview, this roundtable, is hands down the most powerful interview we've ever done, and it is the future blueprint of victory for America over the New World Order. And not just victory for America, but victory for the whole planet. The globalists think if they can take down Western Europe and Australia and Brazil and the United States and Canada, they're going to dominate the world. But they're not, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to stand in their way and we've got God on our side. God bless you all and thank you so much for being here. God wins. God wins. God wins. God wins. wins. You're like, God wins, law. That's pretty funny, but so cringy. Like, imagine how insecure the all-powerful God would be to need you to chant, God wins, God wins. Isn't he all-powerful? Didn't he create everything? Didn't he create the reality we're living in before any of us were even created or thought of or anything? He knew exactly what was going to happen. So obviously, the all-powerful being of this universe would win by default. He would have to. That's all part of being all-powerful. But this is like a, imagine some dorky little eight-year-old kid created his own Dungeons and Dragons game in which he was the god of the game. And he was so insecure and dorky that he made the characters in the game that he created chant, Toby's going to win! Toby's going to win! Toby's going to win! Yeah, no shit, Toby's going to win the game he created for himself. Why the fuck would you need to tell anybody that? Just so goddamn stupid. But the good news is, Alex Jones lost his defamation lawsuit today. I covered, I sort of covered this before, but uh, it, it happened again today. Basically, he didn't even show up to the trial, and he didn't uh, give them all the documents that they requested. So the families in the Sandy Hook case won by default. Now, clearly what he's doing here is he's just going to try to delay over and over and over again. They're going to have to fight tooth and nail to get any money out of him. And he's going to use this to uh, maintain his victim status in order to make more money out of the gullible deuce that follow him. They probably will eventually bankrupt him then. And the good news is, because he didn't show up, uh... The judgments against him, I don't think, are going to be covered under bankruptcy. So even if he files for bankruptcy, they can still cease his assets. So don't be surprised to see the Sandy Hook family own the InfoWars network before too long. Hopefully they'll change it to like a, something like InfoWins and have like a, a, a fact-generating network. They should hire me. Hey, hire me. I'll be the new Alex Jones. We'll go in there and we'll tell the truth to people. 
switch that motherfucker up. That would be great. And uh, brand new Chud is on the scene today. Savannah Lynn. She's the new generation of Chud. And uh, I'm not quite sure how old this girl is. Anybody know how old she is? If we don't get a clue, stop living in fear and place Jesus at the center of our efforts. We will lose this republic in the face of a determined enemy. Woo! At 17, I will dedicate my time, my talent, and my treasure to secure the blessings of liberty once again for my generation and every generation to come after me. At 17, I will only speak the truth, not my truth, not the left's truth. God's truth. The truth. At 17, I call on everyone in and outside these walls to do one of three things. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of my way. Uh, no, I want to stand right in your fucking way. I'm not leading. I'm not letting you lead me. I'm not leading you. And I definitely ain't fucking following you. People like me are in your fucking way. Better get used to it. And yeah, I heard when uh, Matt Gates found out she was 17, he was like, too old. Too old. But also, how much? So yeah, that's the kind of idiots the Republicans are rewarding and following. Why not? Why not follow? Fuck it. Look at her Texas earrings. She's so badass. She stands for gold. And God damn it, you guys know who the intellectual dark web is? It's this uh, loose band of dipshits on the internet who think they're bad fucking ass, like Sam Harris, Joe Rogan, uh, Dave Rubin, and the Weinstein brothers. Brett and Eric Weinstein. And Brett is leaning as hard as he can into the anti-vex grift. Because that's really all they got at this point, folks. When you're doing this grift, where you're pretending to be on the left, but all you do is put out right-wing talking points, right-wing narratives, you know, the Sargon grift, the uh, Jimmy Dore grift, the Dave Rubin grift, uh, the Tim Pool grift. It's all the fucking same with these guys. And the new big thing is spreading vaccine misinformation in order to spread vaccine hesitancy. Because that's what gets you the big clicks on YouTube. That's what makes you the money. And uh, also, they have plausible deniability because they can say, hey, we're just asking questions. Hey, we're not anti-vax. We're anti-vax mandate. It's all the same bullshit. What they're doing is they're spreading false information to make people vaccine hesitant, which will cause lies, which will kill people, which will make sure this pandemic spreads and will kill people that are not even their followers. People who were killed by their followers, but they don't give a shit. They're just shameless fucking con men. So one of the things Brett Weinstein has been spreading on his show was this story about these giraffes that were supposedly vaccinated at a Dallas zoo and they died from the vaccine. This is the kind of shit YouTube is allowing. He's still completely up on YouTube. People like me who debunk COVID misinformation, get banned. But people like Jimmy Dore and Brett Weinstein, who directly spread lies about the vaccine, they're the special chosen ones, so uh, they're covered, I guess. But shocker, the story was not true. COVID vaccine did not kill giraffes at Dallas Zoo. 
It has been shared widely on social media in recent days. Three giraffes deaths at the Dallas Zoo may have been related to COVID-19 vaccine. It has become one of the most popular but completely untrue stories of the week. The Associated Press checked it out. Here are the facts. COVID-19 vaccines didn't contribute to the deaths of three giraffes at the Dallas Zoo in recent months, despite widespread social media posts suggesting otherwise. Several Facebook and Instagram posts incorporated screenshots of two news stories, one about Dallas and Fort Worth zoos planning to vaccinate animals for COVID-19, and the other about their recent giraffe deaths to insinuate that the two were somehow related. But the giraffes at the Dallas Zoo have not received COVID-19 vaccines, nor have any other animals living on site. The zoo's media team told the AP in an email statement on Tuesday. The team said the zoo was still waiting for shipments of animal vaccines, which will initially administer to species that face the highest risk of getting the virus, including big cats and great apes. It's true. The three giraffes at the Dallas Zoo died in October. So Eric Weinstein, of course, covered this bullshit story because that's what they do. They spread vaccine misinformation. I'm going to call this a, a Jimmy Dore. They Jimmy Dored it. They purposely spread lies because they don't actually give a shit. And then when they were called out about spreading vaccine, from, vaccine and misinformation and lies in their show, what do they do? Do they own up to it? Do they apologize? Do they admit their mistake? Do they try to clear the record? No, of course not. This is what they say about it. So Newsweek, uh, as as you saw there briefly, uh, ran a article on the 9th of November called Fact Check, colon, Did Dallas Sioux Giraffes Die After COVID Vaccine? And... Um, the claim in the story is that the zoo says, the zoo's claims that they haven't even received the vaccines for their animals yet, uh, much less vaccinated any of them. So if this is true, um, this Newsweek fact check story, that obviously means that the animals didn't die of vaccine adverse events because they haven't even been vaccinated yet. Okay, this is an article that is literally called fact check, fact check colon. And you know, obviously everyone at this point should be suspect of anything called fact-checking. Uh, if you stand in our shoes and you look at all of the fact-checks, including some that have been pointed at us that were clear nonsense, you know that something has borrowed the idea of fact and is now applying that concept to things that are not facts. In fact, it is applying them to things that are in many cases the inverse of facts. Is it possible that these giraffes, giraffes, Thank you. Um, died having not been vaccinated for COVID? Of course it's possible. Mm -hmm. Do I have any confidence that that's what happened based on the fact that fact checkers are now wagging their fingers at those who jumped at this story? I have no idea, right? right. It could be anything. We've seen all kinds of accounting fraud right. uh, in the context of COVID and vaccines. Yep. So we don't know what this is. Basically, we, we have to be agnostic. The fact is that most people who are doing the fact checking don't know what science is and therefore should not be in a position of uh, of getting to They literally just called the zoo and they asked the zoo and the, the zoo said we haven't vaccinated them. It's like, what is truth? I, maybe we're not lying. Maybe reality isn't what you think it is. Psh, just goddamn it. Shameless fucking con man. And this is what gets heavily rewarded. This guy will be back on Joe Rogan's show. Joe Rogan would do nothing to call this guy out about all the false bullshit he spread. And he'll make millions of dollars. Because they all fucking have each other's backs. It's a big club. And you and I ain't fucking in it. But let's make ourselves feel a little better. 
and check in on Milo Snuffleupagus to see how far this motherfucker has fallen. So basically, he's doing now a home shopping network for Catholics and selling chachis to religious idiots. Let's soak in the schadenfreude. So it's 11 and three quarter inches tall. If you're thinking about how this is going to fit into your uh, shrine or maybe even a bedside table, I know sometimes people like to wake up and say good morning to their favorite yes. uh, you know, people and saints and whatnot. Um, it's available in bronze and pewter, and they're both 8750 we don't, we're not yet set up for two easy payments, despite our... Not yet. We're not quite there. <laughs> but we're, we're hoping to offer that one day, or two easy payments. But she's she's just under 12 inches tall. She's available in those two different, um, they call them accent finishes. We've got right. statues in, in the shop here that are um, fully painted. Right. And we'll see some Color. of those later. Yes. But the thing I like about this is this, this wonderful burnished, bronzy, aged... Uh, color that she's got and that wonderful the face on this is especially good because you know poly resin it's just covered bronze or silver only 90 bucks people what a value this is wonderful it's so peaceful i hope you know you, i hope you know what i mean when i say there are good marys and bad marys of course the real mary there's only there's only good things about her but but there there are some some marys with the faces that unfortunate they haven't put the work in to make sure that she's got right. just the right expression and features right this on the other hand as you can see um at home it's that's a top-notch mary that's a good mary right there remember when he was on bill maher and bill maher was saying he's the new uh hitchens remember that shit god damn it you'd love to see him fall it's a thing of beauty and uh speaking of people who should fall but are more popular than ever here's temple just outright trying to encourage violence now, obviously, the majority of people that listen to Temple won't do anything. They will not strike out in violence. But there's always the extremes, the fringes, who are listening to this incredibly popular millionaire who will be inspired by this shit. Unhinged Temple. Boot of the authoritarian fascist government. And it will get worse. And it will happen to you because you keep complying. And you keep saying, but my kids need food. And now inflation is here and there's food shortages and your kids aren't eating. And the schools are indoctrinating your kids. Now we see a turnaround with Yunkin because the parents are standing up. But too many people keep saying, as long as I keep filleting the state and dropping on my knees for the far left extremists, I will squeak by and you will not. The police will come to your home. They will kick your door in and they will arrest you because the good cops have already started quitting. And like we saw in Seattle, the police arrested the man who was retreating from Antifa as Antifa approached him with clubs in hand and they apologized to Antifa over it. Like we saw in the Chaz, when, when, when several men unloaded hundreds of rounds into an SUV, and then the extremists stripped the evidence from the vehicle, and none of those people are brought to justice. And now we are at the point where Project Veritas is having their private, <laughs> privileged, legal communications leaked to the, to the New York Times, who with a smile on their face, violate all norms, all respect, and lack all scruples and you think sitting back and complying will result in you getting by. You are wrong. I'm sick of this. Preach. Mm -hmm. Preach. Yeah, what do you do when 
the FBI is violating the Constitution. Because you can't call anyone at that point. There's no one, no more authority to <laughs> call the Ghostbusters, motherfuckers. But the sad part is so many right-wing judges are posted. Oh, my God. Tim Pool just went off. You go, King. So just spreading the most ridiculous bullshit and getting rewarded for it. It's goddamn sad. But hey, I agree with Vadim. I never quite thought Tim had reached the point where he could motivate someone to go on a mass shooting spree. But yep, he's there now. I always thought he'd reach that point. Just doing the same thing he always does. Millionaire Tim Pool. The most popular YouTube influencer on the right. Doing what he do. And uh, I never even heard, like, I, I heard of her. But I was never really familiar with Tulsi Gabbard. The only, the first time I was, like, really, uh, she was brought to my attention. That's when Shoe on Head was stumping for her to be president. So it's no shocker. She's like fucking total right winger. And here's Sean Hannity just uh, laying the game bare. Admitting what we already fucking know. You don't sound like a Democrat to me. I hear oh, shit. Hang on. My fucking. So I have this controller for some reason that I play games with that randomly turns my volume down. I don't know why it does that. It's very annoying. You don't sound like a Democrat to me. I hereby, you can raise your right hand. You're definitely a conservative. So, anyway. Uh, Always a pleasure, Sean. Always a pleasure. Yep. We already knew. Fake, fake lefty, Tulsi Gabbard. Turfsy Gabar, as we like to call her. Conservative as a fuck. No shit. No shit, Sean Hannity. And last up on the Chud Watch, here's a right-wing author, Brigitte Gabrielle. Cancel culture only exists on the left, says Brigitte. But uh, just last year she posted... I canceled Netflix. I canceled the NFL, NBA, and MLB. I canceled the mainstream media. I canceled Hollywood. And on November 3rd, I will cancel communism by voting for President Donald J. Trump's re-election. <laughs> Who are you calling a hypocrite? But she's right, folks. Cancel culture only exists on the left because when the right does it, it's not cancel culture. That's the narrative. That's why we keep saying cancel culture doesn't actually exist. When we say that, what we're saying is the right-wing narrative of cancel culture doesn't exist. To them, the people that have been canceled are people like Dave Chappelle, who gets to say whatever he wants to and get paid $50 million on the largest media empire in the world. But when they cancel people, it's not counted as cancel culture because it's a double fucking standard. That's why whenever you hear somebody on the left spread the narrative of cancel culture, all they're doing is helping right-wingers. They're literally spreading right-wing talking points. And, the, and the, the ones that do it, the reason they're doing it, even though they know it's helping right-wingers, they're doing it because they can't stand to face criticism. They just want to play the victim. And by invoking the cancel culture narrative, it allows them to just disregard the criticism they're getting and play the victim. And it benefits them. They don't actually give a shit that they're helping right-wingers. Which is why they should all be bullied and mocked until they fucking stop doing this. Every left winger who is still spreading the cancel culture narrative. Get up in their fucking ass. Don't let them get away with that. It's bullshit. And alright, that's my chud watch. Let's read the super chats and then we'll uh, do a quick Karen section. 
Arnis Valika says, let's hope Antifa doesn't kick my doorknob and swim in my dim pool. They're coming for you. They're coming for all of you. Hit the like button, everybody, please. Damn, Tim Pool's starting to fall for his own grift. But I mean, the views are going up for him. The money is coming in faster and faster. He's going to be on Joe Rogan, the most popular podcast before too long. And unlike all of us, millionaires will pay for his health care. Because it's a big club and you and I are not in it. Basset Hound Gang says, great show tonight, Dusty. Totally rock the old show watch theme. Thanks a million. Down with shuds. Hell yeah. Thanks for supporting the show, Basset. Shane Dawson returns. Oh, God. Hide your cats, everybody. Beast Nation, as soon as I heard Aaron Rodgers say he marches to the beat of his own drum, I knew he was bullshitting. Yeah, that drum is totally out of sync. Need to work on your rhythm there, Aaron. Tulsi Gabbard is a grifter, much like Jimmy Dore. Yep, she'll be on Jimmy Dore for too long, I bet you, again. E! $20 on saying anything, but you're alive, and that's what counts to me. Love you. Cat food! Gary Stillman, gonna buy some cat food from Gary Stillman. And Lisa Leitner became a Dust Buddy. Hell yeah! You rock, Lisa. I might have enough uh, Dust Buddies now to get another Emojicon. So you guys vote on which Emojicon you want next. Big, I already read that, all right. More Super Chats, please, if you want to. Hit the like button. All of it. You know how it works. Do it. Do the things. Because, bitch, you're caring too much. Yeah, you are. And first off, on the Karen Cavalcade. So this woman bragging about how she got to the restaurant, which usually has vaccine mandates and mask mandates, and she was able to walk in and get a table without them harassing her over it. And she's bragging about it. And of course, then the waitress comes over and says, hey, uh, you got to have a mask on and you have to be vaccinated. That's the rules here. No shoes, no shirt, no vaccine, no service. And uh, so she got to give her stupid monologue and give the workers, the heroes of our society, a hard time and show her ass just like the trash she is. Let's have a look. Yeah, we're going to just sit. Hi. We in here, no cards asked. We sat down, guys, no cards asked. And we came without a fucking mask. You're so cool. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. For the cards? Oh, we don't have a vaccine. We don't have a card. I need a vaccine. Huh? I need a card. I don't have a card. Then you can't see me? Why? You are eating for the eating for the restaurant? You are need a car, the vaccine. I don't have one. You, who's the manager? Well, here we go, guys. Here we go, we thought it was in the clear. Yep. I can't believe you as a Latino Right? I'm a Latina that you would even ask somebody for a card to sit down and eat. That's that's what they meant. It's wrong. It's fucking wrong. Yeah, I did get my views. It's not about views. I did get my views. I'm very happy. And now I'm going to tell people not to come here. Good. Tell Plate Brass not to come here. Tell people not to come here. Please do. You can stick your food up your ass. Classy. What you say? I do have a great education. I probably got more degrees than you do. You're over here saying something's a law and it's not even a law. 
ashamed of yourselves. Scared about a COVID vaccine, a vaccine that is now going to, it's going to get you uh, sick. She almost said herself. So she's the one scared of the COVID vaccine. She's so terrified of it. So do what they always do, projecting, going to do a Freudian slip and accuse them of being scared of the COVID vaccine, which clearly they're not. She's the one scared of it. Even a law. A shame of yourselves. Scared about a COVID vac- a vaccine that is now gonna, it's gonna get you sick. How about that? A disease that doesn't even exist anymore. You should be ashamed of yourselves. All of you. Get the fuck out, Karen. Everybody hates you. All of you should be ashamed of yourselves. How are you treating people because they didn't get a fucking vaccine? All right. You gave your monologue. Get the fuck out. Go home hungry. Go through the McDonald's drive-thru. Get you a quarter pound and shut the fuck up, Karen. And uh, another one of these fucking assholes at a restaurant. I guess this lady uh, is printing up new menus. And hasn't had time to do it yet. So I guess the prices were a little bit higher than what the old menus say. And so this woman, she ain't having it. You're not going to cut me out of two bucks. Going to give her a hard time and bitch at her because she really needs to save her dough. <sighs> Imagine being this lady. You, you handed me. No, <laughs> no. Y'all country... You can do whatever the fuck you want. Y'all country? Yeah, this is my country, motherfucker. Just as much as it is your country. Racist piece of shit. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But here you go by this. Yeah. So you screwed us. You screwed us. How many other people did you screw? No, not screw. Okay, everybody will do the same. I am. No. Can't See, do that. You, you know, the, I had no chance to, to uh, print the menu. We just called New York last week. They, they're not printing out yet. Yeah, so this comes a thousand to print all these, all, no. all these, okay? No, this is the no. price. That's today. the price. I am taking pictures. I don't mind. You even up the prices of the, of his drink too. I'm still working on the menu. Look at that. Yeah. I still, I still well, have, you should have, have done that menu. before you gave it to us. I'm I mean, sorry, that's the just, law. Just no chance. Okay, just a few days only. You know, weekend. Nowhere, nowhere can open. Mm. Nowhere's open. Mm. Mm. By the way, I, I don't care about you. Sorry Fuck about you. That for you. Sorry for so you. You're not ripping me off. Yeah, not ripping me off. Well, enjoy your fame, cheapo. Should have paid that two bucks, you fucking moron. And uh, here's a hard one. That's uh, here's a hard one to watch, folks. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. This came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, little fifteen-year-old Karen decides she's going to make this video and release the video of herself of her calling uh, one of her classmates the N-word and telling her to go kill herself. Pure class. Snickers. Nobody fucking wants Snickers. No one wants Snickers. I'm sorry you are so fucking dark that you can't fucking, you're so hot. That you can't get anybody. You're not, you're not. You you want to ruin some Nintendo's life. You can fucking rot in hell. You fucking made them leave. You dark ass nigger. (laughs) (laughs) Dark ass chocolate bar. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so edgy. This is like Marilyn Manson. This is literally the attitude that Marilyn Manson has. He just doesn't have the the guts to say uh, the N-word because he knows that there is actually a line he can't cross. So cringe. No one likes niggers. (laughs) 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 
Nobody likes them. No one likes so them. Fucking, fucking kill yourself right this time. Do it fucking right. Please, cut cut deep wrist. enough. Cut deep enough, enough this time. Please or fucking wrist. tie the rope higher. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck yourself. Fucking kill yourself. You made fucking Ken on summer leave. Fucking kill yourself. And the crazy part about this, apparently this girl is half Native American. So yeah, even more fucking depressing. So apparently the school is looking into it now. The girl that she's telling to kill herself has filed a complaint. So, uh, yep. Definitely should be fucking expelled. Isn't it against the law to tell somebody to go kill themselves on the internet? Seems like it should be. My goddamn controller. Turning my volume down. That's so crazy. I ordered a new one, but it hasn't come in yet. Waiting on it to come in. And uh, next up on the Karen Show. Do you guys see this one? So apparently uh, this Hispanic lady went to a church that had a potluck. You know, people take in their dishes and everything. And uh, she had cilantro on the side. And they accused her of bringing in drugs. And they told her to leave and wouldn't accept her food. Which obviously made her cry because it's cilantro. What person is going to bring marijuana in to your fucking church? And also, like marijuana itself, when you eat it, it does nothing. You have to like cook it in oil and get all the THC off in the butter and shit. Before it actually is soluble in your stomach to get you high. Everything about this is awful. Don't go to this church, lady. Run from these crazy, ignorant assholes. That's messed up, bro. Y'all are people of God. Y'all's gonna do that. You have to gonna do that. Y'all's gonna do that. Y'all are people of God. And y'all's gonna do that to me. You're gonna bring drugs in here. That's that's cilantro. That's for the food. That's for the menudo. That's for this. Look. I promise you. That's menudo. It's for this. Look. That is original or whatever. That's that's for this. That's that weed. That's for the menudo. Ask anybody in there. Stop. Where, where Sir, I promise you, that's for the menudo. You can smell it. That's the food. Smell it. I promise you. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like that. Like, I'm not like that. That's why I'm so mad. I'm not like that. Look, smell it, ma'am. It's for the food. I think we've already asked you to leave. Just go ahead and go. I mean, I'll leave, but just so you okay. could confirm it. I'll leave. I'll leave. Just so you could confirm it. It's for the food. Smell it, ma'am. It's for this. It's, it's for this. Hey, it's I for the menudo. Lady, can you just please? No, I am calm. It's just they tried to say that it was something. Listen to me. I'm right in the middle of the sermon. I'm the pastor, so you're disrupting yeah, the church. Chill, 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 chill. That made me want to cry. Chill, 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 chill. Is this your food? You're trying yeah, to bring it in. Yeah, they tried to say that I brought marijuana, but it's for this. It's the original. Chill, 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 chill. chill. You understand? I'm writing all the sermons. Yeah, I understand. Disruptive. I know. So but what I'm asking you is to instead of showing me and telling me. Hold on, hold on. I just asked everybody to stop right in the middle of the sermon. So I'm asking you to just, just. I am. That was just chill. wrong for them to do no, that. No, no, like, no. It's a policy that I said. It is. It is. It's but a you could have smelled it. Little, 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 little stuff. What I'm asking you to do right now is to pause. And then you and I are going to discuss this after okay. this, okay? So just pause, all right? What's your name? Ashley. All right, I'm Brad. I bring my daughter here all the time. Why would I do that? Pinches viejos, pinches hueros, no saben. Excuse me, can I get my food back? I don't have it. So y'all just throw it away? 
Can you ask him? Because that's for my food. That's what I put on my food. That's how I eat it. That's like the... Oh, I think I think my husband has it. Can you ask him if I can have it back? It's you can no, ask you can him. Have it back. It's my food. I, I literally trying to give you Sorry. our time, you know. I know, but it's. I'm gonna have it tested. And oh, you could do. We're that. gonna have it tested. We're gonna bring the cops in and have your cilantro tested. Like, good God, what the fuck? Don't go to this church. Yeah, but I, it's my food. If you want it back, we can call the police. I mean, it's food. He's around there somewhere, and I think he's gone. Okay. So. Oh, my God, religious people are such fucking yeah. trash. This country, shit. Can you ask, do you, do you think you could ask him or no? Who's? Um, the guy, the one with the black sweater. Because that's my food for my, and it comes on here and I can't eat it without it. You gotta call the police, get your cilantro back. How could anybody know not, not know what marijuana is? You can just smell it. I guess they're religious folks, they don't have any experience with it. Call me in, I'll smoke it, I'll tell you what the fuck it is. And uh, next up on the Karen section, this video ends just when it should have got started. I don't know why, but anyway, apparently this anti-mask Karen is asked by this lady, this uh, tall, beautiful Amazon woman, to put on a mask and uh, decides to get physical about it. Needless to say, it doesn't go well for her. Yeah, let me check the Amazon. Yeah, there's some there's some smart life decisions, and I guess it cut off. I guess the girl probably pulled the camera phone away and uh, tried to break them up. But I wish I could have seen more of that. Wanted to see a Karen get beat down. All right, that's my short Karen section. Gonna do a real quick heroes. As promised, the hero song in my Jimmy Dorf voice, cause I We can be heroes for just one day, but not for the establishment. And first off, all my heroes, you guys see this crazy story? So apparently, this guy was trying to suicide bomb a woman's hospital. And so he was like, hey, I'm gonna take a taxi cab to the woman's hospital before I do the suicide bomb. And the driver of the taxi cab or the Uber, whatever the fuck it was, was like, uh, this motherfucker acted suspicious. So he locked the suicide bomber in the car. And then the suicide bomber blew himself up in the car with the taxi cab driver in it. But the taxi cab driver lived because uh, apparently these suicide bombers are feckless as fuck. It's like he just set off a fucking smoke bomb. Even though it killed him, this is the worst suicide bomb I've ever seen. So let's have a look. So uh, here they are. I'll skip ahead a little bit. This oh, not too far. So here we go. Here comes the car in the side here. Coming on, it's coming. Here it comes. Any second now, there it goes. And so the taxi cab driver locks him in, so he just sets off the bomb. 
and boom! Yeah, and the taxi cab driver hero lives! He survives, but that was a bad bomb. I guess if he would have went inside the building, he could have killed some people, but walked right up to them. So no word yet on what he was doing. No idea if it was like anti-abortion terrorist, anti-vax terrorist, or something else. I guess we'll find out. I'll let you guys know as the story develops. But good on that. And uh, last up on the hero section, I don't know when this video was shot, but it's new to me. Could be old. Don't give a shit. Anyway, apparently there's a uh, show called The Next Star in another country. I don't know what country it is, but they speak English in this country. So, uh, And apparently this guy was a contestant, but... I guess they looked up his Twitter feed before they had him on a show, and it turns out he's a Twitter troll who's been trolling the judges, and so they call him out right there on television, and it's fucking hilarious, and of course, he's like, oh, don't blame me, Twitter is not real life, yeah, it is, motherfucker, here's the attention you ordered. Present your political show. Welcome to another edition of, I know, I don't know has it? Blood he writes facts, so I don't think I'll be. He writes facts. When you you write this, <laughs> hey Sewa, we know what he's been up to in this country. What do you know? Where did you pick that from? That is your Twitter page. Okay. That <laughs> Twitter is our agenda. What's his agenda? So in other words, it's about fooling and saying stupid things. That 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 is meant to tarnish someone else's image. What's this factual about it? What you've written about Sewa? I mean, Twitter is a different word, you know. How? Twitter? Get that right. You can't even spell am I. You can't even spell it. Yet, you think you can sit behind a phone and write crap on Twitter about people. Simple am I. You can't spell it. But that's not the point. You question people's relevance. Mm -hmm. How relevant do you think you, you are? are? <laughs> because I've seen tweets of you, tweets of you rubbishing Lydia Forsen too. I need to get um, the the source of. I mean, it's pick your phone. Your phone is in your pocket. You do it fast. Yes. You're no, we wrote just on October 10 that uh, the 4.5k issue that that person is paid more than you at GH1 TV. Do you know my salary? I mean, like, how did you know? That's what I'm telling you. That what you see on Twitter is different from. Ah. <laughs> you sit on Twitter and you write utter nonsense about people. You've said horrible things about me, Sarah, Lydia, Forsen, Bridget, other people on your Twitter. Here I am. Say it to my face. Why should I? Why shouldn't you? Why you? Because Twitter is not real life. I have always said that people who bully people, when they see them, they can't even talk. You can't even. You are a very clear express. example of those you can't. people. If you sit on Twitter and you say that it's a different life, and you can insult Lydia Forsen that you haven't met before, and you meet her, you will go shush. If you I, can't if speak, like right now. If, because it looks like when you meet real human beings, you, you can't, can't express speak. yourself. You can know you go back on Twitter and write and crap. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't At care. Least. But the thing is, you couldn't say it to my... Awesome. Yep. That's how Twitter trolls are. They really think Twitter is not real life. It doesn't count. You can say whatever you want to. These people I'm talking about on Twitter, they're not real human beings. I can just shit on them all I want to. And uh, it doesn't count, but it does. It does, and as always, they're just keyboard warriors. And when it comes to real life, cowardly as fuck. As they said, can't even form a fucking coherent sentence. So, amazing. Yeah, probably South Africa, Nigeria, something like that. I don't know. But cool, cool, cool. All right. 
read the super chats and then we're going to finish it up. Holy shit. Might do a full show tonight. I don't know why I keep saying it's a short show. Somehow I always manage to stretch into a long show. Hit the like button, everybody, please. Digital shenanigans, uh, digital shinigami. Anti-vaxxers don't care about freedom. They care about their own inconvenience. Keep up the good work, Dusty. Love you and your fur babies. Yep. All they care about is freedom. Dumb is always free to everybody. Stabby kitten. LOL. I got high in church once. Me and my brother smoked a bowl and made the whole place stink. We got grilled, but never got in trouble. That's the only way church can be fun, is if you get high as fuck and make fun of it. Dusty, can you be my new dad? <laughs> I might already be your dad. Who your mama? Dusty gets around. Arnest Valakia, let's hope Antifa doesn't kick my door. I already read that. All right. Last chance to get to your super chats if you want to, if you're able. Do it. Do it. And all right, haven't done this in a, a week or more. But have an all new Meet the Victims, also known as COVID Porn. Welcome to COVID Porn, aka Meet the Victims, where we take a look at conservatives who spread anti vax memes and then died of COVID 19. Meet Jeff and Christy Gow, 52 and 49. She was a registered nurse, folks. Here's the sad part about this story. This guy's daughter and her stepdaughter was literally sick from COVID, very sick and in the hospital, and got better, and went out and told everybody, please get vaccinated. Learn. Get fucking vaccinated. Do not let this happen to you. She was even featured on CNN and put out this video to warn people. My name is Lindsay Goff. I'm a 2015 graduate of the University of Kentucky and a Kentucky native. I'm currently serving as a sports anchor and reporter in Savannah, Georgia. I'm also a COVID-19 survivor. Just days after my 27th birthday while covering the PGA Tour on Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, I contracted COVID-19. After quarantining, I started experiencing severe abdominal pain. I went to the emergency room and was told that my appendix had ruptured because my body was trying so hard to fight COVID-19. I spent 11 days in the hospital after they removed my appendix and part of my colon in the COVID ward fighting this disease and recovering from surgery. And now some 40 days later, I'm still preparing to go back to work as I recover from this disease. Please take it seriously, socially distance, wash your hands and be careful. And most importantly, wear your mask and go cats. So hero doing the right thing, trying to warn people. A lot of times I like to blame family members for not doing whatever they can to make their dead loved ones get vaccinated before they die. But I can't fault her for this because clearly she did everything she could to try to get her dumbass dad and her stepmom to get vaccinated. But as their daughter was fighting for her life from COVID, they were still posting anti-vax nonsense. Here's Jeff Gauch. Walking in a Target with masks because it's mandated. I am stopped by a nurse standing at a table. She asked, have you received your flu shot this year and would you like to sign here to get the shot? I sort of tilted my head, point to my mask and say, I've been wearing this since March. If it works for COVID, why wouldn't it work for the flu? Why, if it works, would I need to be injected with a synthetic virus flu strain to avoid getting it when the mask is supposed to protect me from all this? Or does it not protect me from the flu and only COVID? She looked genuinely confused. Seriously, if the mask protects me and you from COVID and we've been walking around in there for months, why would anyone need the flu shot right now? That's right. 
If your seatbelt protects you from dying in a car crash, what do I need airbags for? Why do I need to make sure my brakes work? Hey, it's almost like the seatbelts don't work 100%. So why should I be wearing them? God damn it. This kind of mentality and logic literally got this dumbass killed. He posted, sure, I'll take the vaccine. Just mail it to me. My health and safety is too important to show up in person. Just like mail and voting. You know, safe, secure, and honest. So just mail it to me. I'll give myself the shot and send the paperwork back saying I'm vaccinated. You all trust me, right? <laughs> Smiley face. You're so funny. Dead motherfucker says what? He also posted. Now, then his doctor and then his daughter was posting on. Then his daughter was posting on Facebook, too, doing whatever she can to try to encourage her family to get vaccinated. She posted, I got my vaccination. Stop the spread and walk in COVID-19 vaccine today. So good on her. She was doing her part. But while she was posting that, he was firing back with memes like, funny how we're raised not to be peer pressure into taking experimental drugs. And now we're being peer pressure into taking experimental drugs. That meme they post it all the time. Then he posted, it's not the government's job to protect my health. It is. It's the government's job to protect my rights. Yes, and the rights of others not to get sick from fucking plague rats like yourself, Jeff Gauss. It's my job to protect my health. When you take liberty for safety, you end up losing both. Hey, you know what you lost? Both, including your life. Because when you die, you don't have any liberty. You don't have any safety. You don't have fucking anything, Jeff. Um, And then... uh. Oh, uh, then she reports that her stepmom died. Didn't listen. She tried to tell you guys. His daughter posted, Today we laid my stepmom to rest after a very tough battle with COVID-19. My dad is still fighting this thing and wasn't able to be there. If you were on the fence about getting the vaccine to protect yourself and loved ones, let this be your sign. Tell people you love them. And the next thing you know, yep. Her dad dies too. Today, I lost my dad to COVID-19. I didn't make it home in time. I'm still in disbelief, honestly. So, yep, she did everything she could, and it's very sad. Good on you, Lindsay. I'm sorry your father and your stepmom did not listen to you, but hopefully everybody else will learn from their mistakes and get vaccinated. Because Jeff Gauch, 52, Christy Gauch, 49, belly up! Bing bong and meet Michelle Hoover, 54, who was a med tech in radiology. Radiology, And uh, this is kind of a sad story, too, because clearly this woman had very serious mental illness. So uh, she was a believer in all these wild conspiracy theories. I don't know. Maybe she was a con artist who was making all this stuff up to try to make money. But she claimed a lot of things like the Illuminati raped her when she was younger and forced her to have three kids that they took from her. And she also claimed, I'm going to read it to you in a minute, that she was one of Hillary Clinton's sex slaves. But uh, one of her family members posted after she died that she was born without a uterus, so literally didn't have any kids. She just made it all up. But of course, she was posting all the usual anti-vax memes that are getting these idiots killed. Like, uh, no, thank you. I will not join the aborted fetal tissue DNA destroying experimental vaccine cult. Uh, but you know what you will join? The dead cults. 
You would join the Darwin Award winners. People who died fucking stupidly for no reason. Then she posted, I trust Dr. Seuss more than I trust Dr. Fauci. Yeah, well, guess what? You will not be alive in a house. You will not be alive with a mouse. You will not be alive in a hall. You will not be alive fucking at all. Might would have trusted Dr. Fauci on this one, Michelle. Who posted, trusting Bill Gates with your health is like trusting Jeffrey Epstein with your daughter. Of course, later on we find out that she worships Donald Trump, a man who literally trusted Jeffrey Epstein with his daughter. But who cares about reality and facts? Because bing bong, and she posted this picture of a marionette puppet with a text, those who know the least, obey the best. Yeah, super cool. Didn't you know so much, Michelle Hoover? How'd that work out for you? Uh, oh, and this, God damn it, this is so fucking stupid. She posted this meme. If someone sticks a penis into your body without your permission, it is rape. If, well, if someone sticks a knife into your body without your permission, it is attempted murder. If someone sticks a needle into your body without your consent, it's criminal assault. Mandatory vaccines are a crime. Telling someone they cannot go to work or travel without being vaccinated is no different than holding a person hostage until they agree to allow you to rape them. Oh, God. The crime is then upgraded to include criminal confinement, extortion, plus rape. First of all, no one has given you a shot without your permission. Now, your employers can mandate you either get the shot or be fired. But that's still a fucking choice. You don't have to do it. Or you can just get tested once a week. You also have that option. But no one is holding you down and sticking a needle into you. None of this has anything to fucking do with rape whatsoever. And uh, by you pretending, it's even close. It denigrates those who've actually been raped and sexually assaulted. It downplays the trauma they've gone through. Because you want to play the fucking victim. She posted, no thanks, I'm not your experiment, (laughs) but you are my corpse. She posted, okay, I work in a hospital. I have tried to be as polite as I can, but you all are nuts for doing this. Taking an experimental vaccine, it just killed a breastfeeding baby. False. Wake the fuck up, you faceless cowards. There is no pandemic, says the lady, literally killed by the pandemic. I have taken absolutely no precautions and work in a hospital. I am fine. Oh my God, this is grim. This whole circus of insanity is ridiculous. And you do not know the Holy Spirit if you think this is real. Well, you know the Holy Spirit really well right now, don't you? You're both the same. Non-existence. Non-existent. If you really know God, then he has told you what is up. Apparently, you knew God really well. And he was like, hey, what's up? Your death. That's what's up. She posted, for the apocalypse, those of you whom were vaccinated will be the zombies. And those of us whom were not will be the shooters. (laughs) You're dead. If anybody's going to be a zombie, it will be you. But I promise you, Michelle, if you become a zombie, I'll double tap. And then the real craziness begins. She posted this picture, which she claims is her. I have my doubts. And then she said, then somebody asked, wait, what? Is that you in the back? To to which she responds, yes. 
but all my modeling credits went to someone else. It has to do with when I walked away from the Illuminati. They were not about to allow anyone else to lift me into fame besides them. It was too risky because my face can be linked to child pornography and snuff films. Oh my. These demons are sicker than you can possibly imagine. And tricky too. But I worked with Versace, a wonderful man, an angel now. He died fighting them. The cover story of his death is a lie. Kiernan was an MK programmed to kill him. The rest is BS. His siblings, who inherited the fortune and fame, are not going to come clean either. In time, God will exalt those who humble themselves, though. Definitely a reality. Like I said, she was nuttier than squirrel shit. She goes on to say, I died eight times. My stepmaster told me he used all my lies up. So I need to behave. That meant stop telling the CIA, the Mormons, and the Illuminati. LOL. The stories I have that most could not even believe. The crazy part is, they are all true. They're not. Then she posted about Hillary Clinton saying, Hillary Clinton was the third highest ranking witch in the Mothers of Darkness when I was selected to be her protege. It was either late 70s, early or mid 80s. I defected though. I imagine she has held a huge grudge against me for doing so. I was taken between Longview, Texas and Arkansas during that time to visit her on the weekends before being selected. I was spending a lot of time at the Mother of Darkness castle in Belgium. There is another one. We went there too. That one is much more secretive and mostly still repressed. I can only imagine how evil it was since I still have it repressed. I am getting braver and braver about speaking the truth I witnessed growing up Illuminati. I was never afraid of them, just afraid of you would not believe me. It is you, not them, that I care about. It's called the Croon. The third highest ranking witch in the highest ranking coven in the world is the Croon. I may not be spelling it right, though. They are level two of the pyramid. Only Satan is above them. If I had stayed, I would now be a ruler over those who tortured me. Level three below the mothers is the Mormon church, the Catholic church, the Masons, the Illuminati, and the Cabal. This much I know for sure is true. Definitely. Dear Lord, save me and my children to expose the truth so we can save all the children. I want this and him more than anything in the world. I thank you in advance for doing so. Amen. And, uh, and she goes on and on, and then she says, Brace yourself. This is not for the faint of heart. We do not need your kind to save the children anyway. We will get the job done without you. I am a witness to this witch, she says of Hillary Clinton, to her personal stench and her proclivity to abuse little girls. Dear Lord, please help me build the platform I need to expose this. This practice of intertwining a drill into a child's hair until the face is literally pulled off was common practice when I was captive to the Russell family of the Illuminati and selected at Hillary's protege with the Mothers of Darkness. So I know this is true. When I defected from the Mothers, I was also put under this threat. I used to not believe them. I used to not believe it was possible to pull a face off by intertwining a child's hair into a drill bit until they did it to me. The fuck? The pressure, I assure you, proves it can be done. It is simply by the grace of God I still have a face. Dear Lord, use me to expose them. Amen. Thank you for the photos, Peter Bonatti. 
P.S. Remember our rendezvous at the mansion in Miami, Bill, circa 1986-1987 after the Red Book cover was published? I do. Devil horns from Hillary Clinton. And uh, like I said, clearly she was schizophrenic. She said, just received a threat from the Illuminati and Masons over Hillary and Bill Clinton post. Apparently, these people don't know my daddy. Who your daddy, girl? Then she posted, y'all, I'm about to write about my encounters with President Trump, 1986 to 1987. Those who support him will want to listen up. Uh, and she loves Bill Clinton. Uh, she lo- and, and she loves Donald Trump, of course. To which she says, uh, awaiting this anxiously. And she replies, me too. I've never been so excited to confirm his desire to save the children at all risk to himself. I truly hope to meet him someday again at a time when he can publicly confirm my testimony of these encounters. Well, what is he waiting for? He's president of the United States. Why did he come out, confirm that there is a ring of child pedophiles that he is fighting and going to defeat and arrest? Why did he do any of that? The fuck? Anyway, of course, of course, she's a Trump fan. And then, uh, surprise, surprise, apparently she was abused by Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey. All right, all right, all right. She says, Matthew McConaughey and his father were among those who abused me in the Illuminati ceremonies in Longview, Texas. He and all his kind will be exposed soon enough, though. It is a shame. We were both growing up at the same time. He among the perps, me among the victims. Yet he had the choice. When we were young, I hoped and I even I believe I hoped and even believed he would stay in the light as I did. But I saw him choose the dark. In addition to enjoying the shows where I was forced to perform in a sexualized and objectified manner, he also seemed to particularly enjoy the cock and dog fights. He is scum like his father was scum and he knows I know it. He also sent a cryptic and threatening message to me sometime back. It was implying one of my children had been killed in retaliation for my campaign to expose human trafficking among the satanic elite. I know it was only smoke and mirrors, though. I know God has kept my children safe. Yeah, and non-existent. Yet Matthew and his seed are in grave danger if he does not turn from his evil ways. He is the satanic elite, folks. And now he has plans to run for governor of Texas. Give up your Hollywood idols, folks. They are all evil, having struck a deal with the devil for their fame. This is point blank how it works. Whether you know it or not, I do. P.S. Yeah, Matthew, I got your pork rind and champagne toast video while you were jet jet while you were jet lagged in England. Remember filming that? P.P.S. Did I mention you are scum? Totally. I believe it, y'all. Gotta be true. And uh, so the next thing you know, my longtime friend from Providence just passed away from COVID. Michelle Hoover, you were such a beautiful soul who touched the lives of everyone you knew. You will be greatly missed, my friend. Rest in love. And then, like I said, one of her uh, relatives confirmed that she didn't actually have kids. She claimed when she died, she was traveling the country to try to find her three missing children who had been stolen by the Illuminati. She even had GoFundMe accounts to pay for the whole thing. And that's where she got sick and died. And so uh, Connie Jean says, and no one stepped in. She was clearly not well. And then her relative said, well, we were all systematically cut off. But yes, those of us who had been close to her tried. 
Kelly Jean says, Duke did a lot of damage sharing bogus Vax info, and I'm guessing her three sons weren't real. How in the world does she keep a job? To which Connie said, uh, no, the sons weren't real. Unfortunately, Missy was born without a uterus, so childbirth would be impossible. So like I said, either a shameless con woman or just someone with incredible mental illness. But either way, she believed these anti-vax means on Facebook. She spread them and they cost them. They cost her her life. So Michelle Hoover, deleted, belly up. Meet Steve Sheridan, 58, Tulsa, Oklahoma, another registered nurse and an anti-vax poet who wrote, anti, who wrote anti-vaccination poetry, some of which I'm going to read you. Apparently, him and his wife had bought an RV and they were traveling the country trying to help set up anti-vax clinics, I guess to make other people sick and die like they did. Let's read some of his poetry. As we drive down the road, we are on a mission. We'll beat us some liberals, and then we'll go fishing. In the week just ahead, there will be much dissension. Folks will soon find that they have lost their pension. They're trying to fool us with disease and a cure. That has been their plan. We know that for sure. They are getting worried. They know there's a people that will not bow down and follow like sheeple. Our numbers are many, and we're growing each day. They do not like us. We are in the way. We we are that people who do know their God. We will not follow their phony facade. We hope all the liberals will change their lost ways. Time is running out. These are the last days. They're definitely the last days for you. Time ran out, and it's over forever, Steve. Pretty ironic. Let's read more poetry from this amazing artist. Steve writes, They want to shut down and paste a mask on your face. Those fools in D.C., it is not their place. They're jabbing alarms. Now we may need a booster. They came too late to fool this savvy rooster. Stick those masks up their nose and their jab in their butt. If you take the jab now, you are a nut. I lost my mother and it made me plumb mad. To lose any more would be very sad. The MAGA movement will take this land back. We will beat this foe. They're starting to crack. We'll beat on that crack until it's a fracture. That's what they get for disease manufacture. When they say that you must, just tell them no. We ain't backing down from that freak. They called Joe. <laughs> you sure showed us, Steve. You own the liberals by dying brutally. Let's read more poetry. Government mandates go straight against freedom. We must stand together so we can all beat them. They work for us. We don't work for them. They can't reverse that. And they're every. They can't reverse that at their. Vi- Shit. They can't reverse that at their every whim. Don't let them poke you or lock you back down. It matters not if you're white, black, or brown. We all deserve freedom. It's our gift from God. On these left liberal freaks, he won't spare his rod. Ooh, that sounds sexy. Give me your rod, your big hard rod, Jesus. 
I'll take that ride all night long. We've reached and we've reached, but they will not listen. I wish that they knew the great things that they're missing. These jabs and these masks are part of their plan. Their end goal is to depopulate man. Well, I guess it worked on you, didn't it? One thing they've forgotten is in God we trust. When we arrest all these villains, it will be quite a bust. Yay, you ain't gonna arrest yet. Gosh, you're dead. My oh, God, the goddamn computer's turned down. See that little thing in the corner up there where it turns on the volume automatically? That's annoying as fuck. Um... So he literally lost one of his friends to COVID. Did that wake him up? Did that change his mind? Fuck no, of course not. He wrote a poem about it. Like to hear it. Here it go. I've lost a dear friend. His name is Hector. He was a great man. Was Betty's protector. It makes my heart hurt. Way deep down inside. His death was caused by healthcare genocide. Sigh. Then there's our troops. We've just lost a dozen. The next that gets killed could well be a cousin. Or you, Steve Sheridan. I can't just sit back and watch anymore. We've all got to grasp that we're in a war. Our nation is reeling. Our prez is a fool. He is being used as the devil's main tool. I call on our God to squash all this madness. It's time for him to stop all this sadness. Our nation is great. She will prevail, and Steve, you are dead, probably burning in hell. Um, all right, one more. He wrote a poem about him traveling the country to start anti-vaccine clinics. Cool, cool, cool. Well, we stepped off. Well, we stepped off and did it. We bought an RV. It will be our home, just Teresa and me. We travel the nation so we might as well live in each new location that witness and give. That we witness and give. We're building new clinics from the east to the west. We'll park where we're at and give it our best. We love what we're doing. It's a great calling. We'll park our new home and drive the Lexus we're hauling. We're so excited. We're ready to roll. Building new healthcare in each place is our goal. We've got some great doctors and a load of great nurses. We'll need all we've got to beat hospital curses. I told them in Tulsa that this was coming soon, but they would not listen to the old gray baboon. Well, nobody's listening to you anymore because you're dead. And uh, his wife, also an anti-vaxxer. This is also incredibly grim. She says, we've concluded that the Pfizer vaccine for the elderly killed during the five-week vaccination period about 40 times more people than the disease itself would have killed. About 260 times more people than the disease among the younger age class. We stress this in order to produce a green passport, violet, at the most, at most six months and promote Pfizer sales. And then, uh, and then next thing you know, her husband's in the hospital. My handsome husband of 41 years is in the ICU fighting for his life. He needs a healing. He needs a miracle. Thank you for your time and prayers. Hey, I thought the vaccine didn't work. I thought you were better off catching the disease. Huh? Almost like you're full of shit. And, uh, and then as her husband is dying in the hospital, she continues to post breaking Pfizer scientists. Your COVID antibodies are probably better then the Pfizer vaccine, yeah, yeah, isn't it better just to catch COVID? Didn't that work out great for your husband? It didn't? 
Shocker. And on the same day she posted that, she posted, I am thankful for every one of you that are praying for Steve. It is so beautiful to experience the powerful prayers in this time of waiting. Patience is the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, it's so beautiful how well your prayers are working. And, uh, yep. Next thing you know, Steve's account posted, Steve Sheridan needs prayers for God to heal the ARDS in his lungs. They decreased his sedation, so now we need him to wake up and breathe on his own in Jesus' name. And Jesus is like, dude, I sent you a vaccine. I made it free and easy. Don't use my name anymore. Keep my name out your mouth, dumbasses. And uh, next thing you know, Steve Sheridan passed away at 9 a.m. today peacefully. Our family thanks you so much for your faith, love, and prayers because they were so effective. He fought a good fight. And he kept the faith. Teresa, yep, wrote bad poetry, was a dumbass, spread vaccine misinformation. And now, Steve Sheridan, 58, deleted. One more. Meet Jeremy Bartlett, 49, Kilbuck, Ohio, technician, anti-vaxxer, deceased. He posted all the usual memes, the ones comparing the vaccination to... uh, the Nazi extermination of Jews posted multiple memes that say, do not comply, which he didn't. He didn't comply, but he did die. He says, I will not comply. You sure didn't. You died free as fuck there, Jeremy. I'm pretty sure you chose poorly. This picture of Jenner Sanson flipping somebody off with a text that says, when someone asks you where your mask is, still the same, ha <laughs> ha. I'm never wearing my mask. I'm going to live forever, says Jeremy Barlett. And did he mention he will not comply? He was very adamant about him not complying. Just saying, folks, you know what? Uh, You might want to comply. That's my advice. And uh, the next thing you know, Tiffany Barlett posts, sorry it took so long for me to post an update on Jeremy Barlett, but as of last evening, got a call from the resident, which informed us that he now has blood clots in his heart, both legs and arms. They started him on a blood thinner, but he started bleeding from his nose and mouth. Hey, well, at least he didn't comply. Ha! At least he stood up for what he believed in as he bled out of his nose and mouth and died horribly, choking and gasping for air. Then she posted, just got a call from the doctor. His blood saturation is so low and medication-wise they have maxed out. So last resort, they are flipping him back over to his belly and see how he does. God, please don't take him from me or our girls. We'll always need their daddy. We're not ready to let go. Well, you know, he will not comply. So uh, Neither will God, apparently. God will not comply with your demands. Already made up his mind. And then the next thing you know, two hours later, Rip Jeremy Bartlett. My babies are lost without their daddy. Our baby breaks my heart. Jeremy Bartlett, she just sat on my lap and said, Mommy, it's not fair everyone has a daddy. And like, I feel bad for her. But like, as this person said, they told her outright. They didn't sugarcoat it. But at least you both had your medical freedom. And did losing her husband, did losing her children's father, did watching the sadness that hurt in her children's eyes change her opinion? Nope. Her response is, yes, we did. And I stand by that. 
We're not taking anything that hasn't been tested for years and years and years, not just a couple days and months. Yeah, well, how did that work out for you? Kids without a father, you without a husband, all the pain and suffering could have been stopped by a free and easy vaccination, but you got your freedoms. You will not comply. So, Jeremy Barlett, 49, belly up. And once again, folks, please, please, please learn from these people's mistakes. Don't make the list. Get vaccinated. We don't want you to die. We love you. And all right, folks, that's my show. Hope you enjoyed it. We actually did 10 minutes of overtime. Wasn't a short show at all. Dusty is dumb. I'll be back on Friday. Hell yeah, well, it's Monday. So I'll be back Friday. That all checks out. And uh, let me finish up the Super Chats. Amy Fritz, $3. Hit the like button before you go, please. Please hit the like button. Thank you, Amy. RC's and $2. Thank you. We on the left are not lost and bereft. We know the truth. We are the best. We live on the foundation of science and reason. This is our time. This is our season. Hey, better poetry than that guy, than that guy wrote, that's for sure. Jesus was a power bottom. Hell yeah. Jesus can go all night long. Get this dick, Jesus. Psycho Sorcerer, Meet the Victims is epic. I shared it with friends, and one I love, I shared it with friends, and one loved it so much he became an avid watcher. Recently, he said, "Dusty is my spirit animal." Well, tell him I said hello. Thank you for sharing it, Psycho. Urban Mask, it's crazy to me that the Illuminati ladies' vote counts just as much as mine does. Well, the good news is, her vote doesn't count at all again, cause she dead. Roger Yost, four ninety nine. Thank you, Roger. Appreciate it. Dusty, why did religion and creationism fall on YouTube so well? And yet COVID misinformation hasn't fallen um, because there's still big money in it, I guess. And YouTube continues to reward it. Intermediary, intermediary fossil, $10. Thank you, intermediary. Appreciate it. Good to see you tonight. Quoting Kendrick. Oh, yes, you have lost something. You lost your life. Yep, the most important thing you have, the most important thing you ever had. It's sad that being dumb can fucking kill you so easily in this world, but uh, it might want to fucking smarten up out there, people. Digital Shishinami. Anti-vaxxers don't care about freedom. They care about their own inconvenience. I already read that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. When you interviewed Stone Cold Steve Austin, what was he like? Was he nice? Yeah, like I didn't hang out with him off camera, so I didn't get a real sense of what kind of man he is, but uh, he, he was nice to me on camera. I didn't have any problem with him, so it seems like a good dude as far as I could tell. That was my experience. Um, Dusty, I just turned you. I just tuned in and and have already created Jesus. Dude, don't use my name anymore. Mean, thank you. Hey, no problem. Spread that meme everywhere. Good to see you tonight, my only black friend. And all right, folks, love the shit out of you. No kitty party tonight because the kitties are in the other room. Sorry about that. But next show, we'll do a kitty party. As always, please consider supporting the show on Patreon, patreon.com for says podcast. Link in the description of the video. If you like all the free content I put out, Reward me for it. I work hard for you guys. I work all week to put these shows together. Um, and so help me out if you can. Dollar to a month. It all adds up. I very much appreciate it. I will see you guys on Friday. Love the shit out of you guys. Get vaccinated out there if you haven't been vaccinated. Stay safe. Stay away from plague rats. Be good to one another. Love the shit out of you guys. I'll see you soon as always. So next time, logic catchphrase. All right. We're going to play a little I Hate Christmas. An original song by Dusty Smith. Available on my SoundCloud for free download. If you guys so want to, check it out. See you guys Friday. Love you.